Where we kick ass. Two. One. Good afternoon, Sequoia. I'm Darcy from Digital Production, and we're back with yet another awesome podcast addressing important topics for our community. I'm here with my co-host, Isabella, and a special guest. So, Isabella, what will we be discussing today? Hey, Sequoia. I am very excited to have Mrs. Tehran from Adelante Comunidad Conejo as our special guest. Mrs. Tehran, before we talk about Adelante, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, yes, I was born in Ciudad Obregón, Sonora, Mexico. Uh, Sonora is a state close to Arizona. I was the youngest of seven siblings, and my father died when I was really young, so it was just my mother and us. Uh, my eldest brother began working when he was only 12 years old to help my mother. And my eldest sisters, they began working, they were about 15 years old. My brother became the head of a family, and so we moved when I was 12 years old to La Paz, Baja California Sur. He encouraged me to study, so I was the first member of my family to finish high school and go to university. In 1990, I moved to Mexicali, Baja California, who is the border of uh, Calexico, California, to um, study. I got my bachelor's degree in computer science in 1995. I began working in the same university that I started teaching programming computers for almost 12 years. And then in 2008, we moved to Newberry Park because of my husband's work. We came from just one year. I got permission for my work. And after one year, we had the opportunity to stay. So I have to go resign and we moved to the United States. Since uh, 2008, I've been volunteering a lot. My daughter's school, they were only seven years old and eight years old, uh, Sophia and Lillian. And I just realized that I love volunteering, getting involved in my community and helping people. And also it was really great for me to get out of my comfort zone because I needed to learn English. I couldn't communicate when I got here. So I decided to um, just stay at home with my daughters and study English and volunteer. In uh, 2018, I've been serving as president of Adelante Comunidad Conejo. In May 2019, I just became an American citizen, um, my husband and my daughters too. Thank you so much for sharing your background, Mrs. Teron. Um, so we just had a podcast highlighting Hispanic Heritage Month with Mrs. Martinez from Thousand Oaks High School. It was awesome to hear about her cultural traditions and the work she does to promote the Spanish language and culture at Thousand Oaks High School. Part of Sequoia, Sequoia's mission statement states that Sequoia Middle School is committed to developing a motivated, self-confident, lifelong learners through educational programs that foster student connections as well as honor diversity and inclusivity in a supportive learning environment. As part, as part of honoring diversity, we are learning more about Hispanic Heritage Month. Would you please talk a little bit about the mission of Adelante and how Adelante came to fruition? Yes, the mission of Adelante Comunidad Conejo is uh, to include Latino voices into important conversations in the community. And it is also to uh, represent Spanish-speaking families regardless of their uh, immigration status, fluency, or income. And um, I'm glad that you mentioned Sandra Martinez because um, Adelante came to fruition because uh, Sandra Martinez, 
and other members in the community thought that we needed uh, an organization who represented Latinos. So I got invited to some meetings in um, 2018 because Sandra was my daughter's uh, Spanish teacher. And then suddenly realized that these meetings were um, to uh, try to found this organization. And in August 2018, um, we uh, already uh, selected officers and I had the pleasure to be selected as president of Adelante. Almost in the beginning, we begin working with the CBUSD. So we had um, only meetings with the CBUSD leadership um, during the school year, almost all, monthly, always. And um, since then, we've been working, uh, we begin starting to work to become a nonprofit organization, which we did in the summit of 2019. Wow, that, that is so incredible, honestly, that you are trying to help all these people who are less off than others in the community. It's really, really awesome. But um, continuing on, going back to about yourself, you said you weren't born in America. So meaning you had to acquire a citizenship. What was the process like? Because I know for myself, uh, my family, we had to get visas and to live here, like temporary visas, and it was a pain from what I've heard. So I can't even imagine what the process for you was like. Uh, it was, um, in the beginning, we came here with work visas because my husband is a mechanical engineer as well. And then we have only, um, my daughters and I, we have residential visas. So we couldn't go to Murpar College because it was so expensive for us and I couldn't work. So that was, I started to stay at home. And to be honest with you, it was really um, stressful going to the border because we have our Mexico, our family in Mexico and we don't get to treat well when you're not a, an American citizen. Even being a resident, sometimes they are not so good with us. So we were like changing to visas, work visas until we got the um, residence. And then later we decided to, um, since we were living here for 10 years, almost, we decided to finish the process of American citizens, who is being great because everything changed. Right now when we go to Mexico and we came back to the border, we are treated different. And, and right now, this is going to be a first year voting, which is really good. And we are really excited. And we are just grateful that uh, we got to stay here. We love this city. We love this country. And uh, so that is my experience. Yeah, that's really cool. But I actually wanted to point out that you recently celebrated your two-year anniversary. So congratulations on that. Um, what, in your opinion, are your group's greatest accomplishments? I think that one our greatest accomplishment is that people feel like they can come to us for help, whether it's uh, related to school or other struggles that they have. And also, they, we can uh, provide them assistance or we can point them in a direction of someone who can help them. I think that is a greatest accomplishment. Yeah, that's really incredible that they know that they have a place to go if they're ever in trouble. Uh, you must be incredibly proud. I mean, you're the president of the, the company. Is that the right term, president of the organization? Of course, yeah? yeah? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so with everything that's going on, in-person meetings must be um, 
incredibly difficult. How has your group overcome the challenges of COVID? Uh, first of all, our in-person meetings stopped and we begin meeting by Zoom. And then our life changed a lot because um, we begin working tirelessly since COVID-19 started. We begin doing things that we never thought that we would with Adelante. Um, we just, um, for example, in March, uh, we just got contact by family saying that they weren't able to go and pick up their children launches to the sites of the SUBI-USD because they didn't have transportation or they were working and the kids were alone at home or they had a vulnerable, vulnerable person at home. So we contacted the CBUSD um, and they gave us authorization to begin picking up all these meals to the central kitchen and we set up routes to deliver those meals to the children. So we were delivering meals from March to the end of the school year. But while we were started delivering these meals, uh, the families began to open up to us because in the beginning it was us personally doing deliveries. And so we speak Spanish, they felt comfortable. So they were explaining to us how they were struggling to get the groceries. The first two weeks uh, with our own money, we buy groceries and deliver food bags. But they were uh, like 70 families. And then we were delivering 68 lunches to a complex apartment in the Thousand Oaks um, town that is called Charles. And, they live like 140 families in that apartment complex, but they were delivering families to some families. And then we couldn't deliver food back for all the people who live in the apartment complex. So we asked, uh, do you have a space where we can bring food? And if you need food, you can get there, go there and get it. And they said, yes, we have a community center. So we just begin like bringing food to the community center. And this, become, this became our food pantry. So right now they're getting people on Wednesdays and Friday coming from Simi Valley, Murpar, Agura, Camarillo. Everyone, everyone is welcome to come there. It's from 5.30 to 6.30 approximately. And we have to restock the food pantry twice a week. And uh, about the food bags, um, also, yeah, um, we realized to get a lot of donation of vegetables and fruits so we begin giving right now our food bags is um, four shopping bags uh, with a value of more than $100 and a weight of more than 75 pounds so uh, right now uh, a new family can apply for that in our website and they're gonna get get it once in the past they were getting it only but in order to continue doing the original goals of Adelante and also because it's been overwhelming <laughs> for the people who are always working in the United Methodist Church. Uh, uh, we decided to change our policies and to make our families to go to our food, food um, pantry um, better. So, uh, you know, we never thought that we're gonna have a food pantry. We never thought that we're gonna be delivering food bags to families. So we have drivers, volunteer drivers who deliver this food bag. And uh, we never thought that we're gonna be giving so much food to the families, but it's something that happened. And we just decided to help, to step up and help. That's, that's really incredible, especially that they feel so comfortable to go and um, get the food from you guys. And I'm actually, I'm pretty sure I saw an email about that from uh, 
CVUSD, we got emails about when school was starting. Um, and so you, you're reaching everyone, it seems, which you must be incredibly proud, as I said before. But actually, going back to what you were saying about how you never thought you were going to do that, um, with the ever-changing environment of coronavirus and how you're gonna, you have, you've been having to adapt, um, do you guys have like a main goal or goals set in stone? Or are you constantly finding new ways to help in the community? Both. We have a main goal, <clears throat> sorry, since the beginning of our, um, uh, since the beginning of Adelante, our main goal uh, is uh, to empower families through education. Unfortunately, we were ready to start working on that. We were already uh, talked to the CBUSD using some classroom to give technology, uh, technology uh, classes or something like that when the COVID-19 is struck. So we have to stop that. Uh, but also we found new ways to help. So we've been, been reached out for different um, organizations in the community or we've been reaching out to these organizations. And we, we're being partnership, for example, uh, Safe Passages. We work a lot with Tim Hegel and we do a lot of work because he covers one part of the city and I cover the other part of the city. And then the CBUSD, um, for example, we've been helping them to distribute the privacy screen for kids and whatever they need. Uh, and we're using their schools. We're using Glenwood and Conejo to do some events. So yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's been great. It's a lot of work, but it's worth it. Those are wonderful goals. I'm sure your group has made a, a great impact. Um, but I heard that in your first year, the Adelante community, sorry, Comunidad. Comunidad hosted a, and excuse me if I pronounce this wrong, Tardeada? Yeah. You hosted, a, you hosted a Tardeada Familiar, and you had almost 200 people attend. Can you tell us a little bit about this extraordinary event? Yes, when we were um, already, we thought that we needed a party. Mexicans and Latinos, we love parties, and we love food, and we love music. So we thought that we needed some way to let families know that they weren't alone anymore, that we were here in the community. So we again contacted the CVUSD and then got approved to distribute some flyers at the schools. And then we started distributing flyers in our church and then to promote our tardiada. We did this in two months, I think. And we invited some uh, services in the community that like CLU, CVUSD, the parents of Rachel Pana Alvarez, and I think also uh, Henry Stern sent a person to our uh, Tardeada where they get information about different services in the community. Uh, we've had firefighters, so a track, and the kids loved it. Uh, and we have some workshops, one with a lawyer and one with a professor who talk about education. So we just wanted people to know that we were here that they're not alone again, and that's how we started Adelante. It sounds like it was a, it was a huge hit. Um, I, I wish I would have attended, but 200 people, that's like insane. Um, I bet you were so happy that that many people arrived. 
But um, could you elaborate on more of your programs that you guys do, like your fresh produce program? Yes, for example, the fresh produce program, uh, we have it on Tuesdays and Saturdays. We got a lot of donations from Food Forward, as I said. So um, they used to give me 85 boxes, USD boxes with fruit and vegetables on Tuesdays. So that's when we contacted the CBUSD and we got approval to begin distributing boxes at Conejo Elementary School every Tuesday from five to six. And then families begin to tell us that the box lasted more than a week. So we were struggling to give these boxes away. And then we decided to find another school is when we decided to choose Glenwood Elementary School. So we are doing uh, one other week at Conejo and one other week at Glenwood. So for example, last Tuesday we have Glenwood, next Tuesday he's gonna be at Conejo and so on and so on. And also uh, we've been, um, my friend Tim Hegel shared with me some boxes that we used to call the Berryman boxes. These boxes also contain um, fruit and vegetables, and it was a government program, but the contract ends, right? So we're switching the boxes, but th that is another story. So I, I begin getting some boxes from Tim Hegel, so we begin distributing boxes in the United Methodist Church on Saturdays from 10.30 to 11.30. So last week, as I said, I'm going to elaborate more on that they change the boxes. These new boxes contain um, protein, such as chicken and eggs, and they contain dairy, such as meal, yogurt, and cheese, and fruits and vegetables. So we need to be really careful with these boxes. So it's been a lot of going on. We've been going to Murpar, and then getting these boxes in the cars, going to the schools, and we have two hours to be distributed. Yes, I was surprised that all the boxes were left. The protein, I think families love more of these boxes with protein and dairy. So we're doing this fresh produce program is on Tuesdays from 5 to 6 p.m. on Saturdays from 10.30 to 11.30. And there are about 96 boxes. They don't need to reserve these boxes. It's first come, first serve. But the extra donations that we got from Food Forward, the ex-breastavers and fruit, we do ask people to go to our social media and reserve these vegetables because we only have 50 boxes. So if they reserve the boxes, they get the box, uh, one gallon of milk in the extra box. If they didn't reserve the extra box, they just get the box in that one gallon. Families have been great, and also we've been getting um, donations from Pottery Barn. So we sometimes are giving away lamps, rugs, mirrors, and a lot of furniture, cool furniture, and expensive furniture. There's hatches. It's, it's a lot. It's what we do in our Fresh Brothers program. It seems like you guys have a lot of main themes for food. Um, <laughs> But it's really cool that you guys are, that you help so much. And like, I, I know that sometimes it can be really tough for families um, and they can be going through things and feel like the whole world is against them. And then I am sure having you guys being there and helping is just godsend. But going back to our main uh, food theme today, apparently, 
Uh, um, so you guys have a food drive going on that um, Adelante is sponsoring. And I actually spoke to Miss Chambers and Sequoia's ASB, and they would love to um, help support it. So if there's anything that we can do to help or anything, any other programs we can do to help, it'd be great. Well, um, yes, uh, we got contacted by a, a member of the community, Shelly Castillo, and she met with us and she said that, and she got us how the schools can celebrate the Hispanic Heritage Month. And she had the idea about these food drives, which I loved. So she said she's going to be in charge of that because uh, honestly, <laughs> we need a lot of help. We need to delegate. Uh, it's been just yes, some of us running all the work, all the days during the United Methodist Church. Uh, it, so it was great that Shelly decided to do this for Adelante. And then um, I know, yeah, that Shelly is in charge to uh, connecting with principals and um, scheduling them. And she just dropped off the earth donations this um, yesterday, which was wonderful. It was a lot of support and it helped us because, you know, Adelante is an organization. We don't have a lot of resources. So we can do what we're doing as soon as we get uh, support or donations. If we stop getting donations and support, we're going to stop because uh, this is a lot of money. We spend a lot of money in food every week. And then it's, it was great that Shelly decided to do this for Adelante. So the way that you can help is I can give you the contact information of Shelly or you have it. You can contact Shelly and I said why you can help. I'm very sure that she needs help because uh, if uh, she's working like we are, this is overwhelming. This is just too much work uh, for just one or two, three people. We need more people. We need more volunteers. And the other thing is like promoting our grocery list because this grocery list is that when the families begin to tell us in the beginning, you know, we need maseca, we need flour, we need toilet paper, we need whatever is in our list, I have to buy it every week. If I don't get it, I need to go to Costco, 99 cents a smartphone final and buy it. And so if I got donations, then that is great because I don't have to do that running and I just got in from the people from donations. Uh, so if you can help up with us. And also, if you have any siblings that are thousand uh, at high schools and any high school, thousand of Westlake, uh, Newberry Park, they, they can give us some hours, uh, uh, volunteer hours. We are always helping people on Tuesdays and Fridays. We don't have enough people. We have so much work and our days are getting longer because of the lack of volunteers. Parents, family members, older um, siblings that they can come to volunteers and need uh, community service. We are there Tuesdays, uh, Tuesday from 9.30 to 12 and Fridays too. If we don't have enough help, so we end later, 1, 2, yesterday we finish at 3 p.m. Well, thank you for telling us how. Definitely make sure to communicate it with our staff and ASB student leaders. Um, so, Mrs. Taran, I would love, Taran, sorry, Mrs. Taran, I would love to hear a quote or phrase that you like to live by or reflect on. Do you have one? Yes, I really do. When I read your question, I was, oh my God, I do have one. So, I have a quote in Spanish that says, um, ser feliz no es hacer lo que uno quiere, sino querer lo que uno hace. 
And the translation, when I came to the United States, I looked at translation quickly and says that is happiness doesn't come from doing what you like, but by liking what you do. So that means that you have to like what you are and you have to love what you're doing right now. And you don't have to be waiting for it. I'm going to be happy when I have a lot of money. I'm going to be happy when I lost 10 pounds. I'm going to be happy when you have to be happy right now at this moment with yourself and when whatever you're doing and doing it with love. That is my favorite phrase in Spanish. That's a really great quote. I know um, I could definitely use putting it into practice a bit more. Uh, my quote would probably be how lucky I am to have something that makes saying goodbye so hard from Winnie the Pooh. Um, because with me personally, I'm a military kid. And so every three years or so we move, we pack up and leave, you know, uh, places and it can be incredibly sad. And uh, you're sort of mourning what you could have if I wasn't leaving. And so trying to find the positive in a situation like that is harder than you would believe because, I don't know, it's just very difficult and it's coming up soon for me now and you know it starts a couple months out and then you're sort of like oh okay but yeah. having quotes like this as I said is a great way to find the positives and make sure that you're happy for the experiences that you did have and you're not mourning the ones that you didn't okay I can relate to that because I I, move, I did move but I cannot understand how you feel moving every three years Right? It's a lot. Yeah. Great. Good luck. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> um, sadly, we are almost out of time. But before we wrap this up, would you maybe share with us a favorite moment from one of your events? For my what? Sorry, from one of your events. Uh, I always love when people, yesterday I was there and then when people really look your face and try to look through your eyes and says, um, thank you so much for all that you're doing. Thank you for your support. I think these are my, my favorite moments. So sometimes when I have delivered some food bags and I have the kids waiting, like when I, you know, because I usually, I, what I do is I call them and I say, I'm outside. And then they come and I say, can you please step right there? I took the bags, I put it in the ground and then I say, okay, bye. So when I go <clears throat> and look my mirror and they waving and happy and thank you. Or when you, um, some people, they have told us um, that people who runs a food pantry, that they have people coming to the food pantry and crying because they're so happy that they're going to be able to have food to put on their table. I think these are my favorite moments. Yeah, it must be amazing to know that you are helping people. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything else you want to share with us before we hear from our studio audience? Uh, well, I'm going to share that I want people to follow us in our social media, Facebook or our website and try to find out all that we have because um, right now we are a future agency. So we're getting extra help and they're coming. Um, I think we're going to have to gather 150 people who's going to get turkeys. So if they follow, um, follow us up in our website, they can find out all, all of it about, about these uh, events. And um, 
Also, I want to thank all our supporters, the people who have been donating money to us, who have been going to ActBlue, who have been sending checks to us, to our partners, um, CBUSD, Safe Passages, to our family who is always, you know, our husbands, our children who are there, our Adelante fellow members, drivers, um, to all the families at Earth who donated to us, to Shelly Castillo for doing this, uh, to our Latino leaders. We have Latino leaders helping us as well all the time during the events. And to Cali and Amy Delgado who run our food pantry. And thank you so much to all of you for helping us to promote what we're doing and for supporting us. It means a lot to us. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. That was really sentimental and nice. But actually, what would the, um, the app be for your like, website and social medias and that? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know by memory, but I know that you go to the uh, our um, Facebook and you write down our, our organization name, Adelante Comunidad Conejo. It will appear, and it is. Uh, we have in Facebook. We have two: one group, private group, that is uh, with a color logo, and it is our public page that it has like a, that shade of a family, so it looks like dark, but it's a family. And on our website, you just go to the uh, search and you also write down Adelante Comunidad Conejo and you're going to go directly to our page. I'm sorry, I'm not in charge of that, so I haven't memorized it. <laughs> but I always do the same thing, Adelante Comunidad Conejo, and I can go there. And our website is in Spanish and in English. Yeah, cool. Well, thank you. Um, well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have, but we really appreciate you taking the time to share more about yourself. And, oh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I've missed something. <laughs> Isabella, do you want to? Do you want to? Yep. Any questions from our studio audience? Sydney Scott. Hi, my name is Sydney, and I'm just wondering, um, What's your favorite event that you like participating in? My favorite event, um, traditions, everything. My favorite tradition is the day of the dead. I do prepare that for my mother and my sister right now, my eldest sister. So um, we begin buying all that we need. It's a beautiful tradition. And, you know, remember all the stuff that my mother and my sister like to eat or drink and getting in and buying it. And then putting all the elements, it's just beautiful. And it just depends uh, whatever you, um, it depends on the money that you have. You can have a, a small altar and you can have a medium or big altar. That is my favorite tradition. I think even more than uh, Christmas because it means so much to me. It's, uh, it, it, the tradition means so much to me. They are here with me in my heart, even though they're not present right, right now. Yeah, I love that tradition. Sounds really fun, because it's important to remember people who you lost but aren't here it's mm -hmm. in your mind. Thank you. No, you're welcome. I have a question too, if that's okay. This is Mrs. Chambers, principal at Sequoia. Yes. <laughs> so one of the new programs that we are um, going to try to offer at Sequoia this year are beginner level English classes for our parents. So we have eight 
hour-long sessions scheduled so far just to kind of see how it goes and if there's some interest. Does Adelante offer any type of support for um, language as well, or is this something that you're planning on looking into in the future? We haven't thought about that, um, you know, about the English uh, classes, uh, because, for example, we know the, um, it is, um, we have the adult school who offers classes of English, and also we have Ana Alvarez, who have the Barron Outreach Program, who also teaches English. So we were more like thinking about, we just find out that our families doesn't use a lot of technology. They don't go and check emails. You have to call them or sometimes text them because you don't know the, the number that they're receiving that they're not gonna answer. So you have to send a text message. So we just uh, wanted to be more focused on that kind. So, because we are saying empower. So we have, we think that we, they're good. You are offering English classes, so that's great. But I think we should focus more in other financial stuff or, um, technology, whatever they need, but uh, that we know that they, they've been struggling. Right now, for example, even for reserve a box of vegetables without, yes, I have spent like 20 minutes with a family. It's, I don't know how to do this. Okay, go to your website, step by step and explaining to them, okay, put your finger right here. So your name, your last name, your email. That is something that is really easy for us, but not for them. So oh, I 100% agree, mm -hmm. I, especially in this remote learning setting, even more so. Mm -hmm. So we've been having parents and students come in one on one and meet with our administrators and counselors to kind of try to walk them through the technology side. But if that's the direction yes. you're going in, that's wonderful. So I, I have a question. This is Miss Stevenson. And um, there was you, you spoke a lot about the, the food drives and, and your pantry and the food deliveries. And I'm just curious if you accept donations other than food, like toiletry donations or, you know, baby, baby items or anything like that. Um, or is it just mainly food at this point? No, we have accepted um, all that kind of stuff. And the baby stuff we started in the beginning, but we decided since we are doing another partnership that, <gasps> thank you, because I forgot to mention it, uh, that Community Rich program, they do the food bank, uh, food, no, the um, diaper bank in the community. Uh, so we decided to leave that to them because it's what they do. So what we usually do is we refer families to them. And then whatever baby stuff that we get, we give it to them. So when some families contact saying like, I need baby stuff, we say, okay, here, you need to go to this organization who is helping also say passages and other organizations in the community. But toiletries, yes, they, they ask us for toiletries. So I have to buy a lot of shampoos, conditioners, toothpaste, uh, yeah, toothbrushes. We accept almost everything. And also in the beginning, we were accepting um, used clothes and, and shoes, but we realized that families weren't taking clothes. They didn't need clothes, they didn't need shoes, they needed food. And then we were having a lot of stars being there in the, yes, um, like getting a lot of space that we needed for other things. So we decided to stop that because also we needed a lot of time to go through these things and sort it out. 
because sometimes uh, some stuff was really, really bad. They needed to go directly to the trash. And then, um, but we almost accept everything. Almost everything that they go, they can go to our, our schedules. We work on, on Tuesdays, on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. So, and on Thursday, we work in the, in the afternoon from 1 to 4. And Tuesdays and Fridays, as I say, 9.30 to 12, 1. And Saturdays from 10 to like 1, 2 p.m. They can go and drop off uh, whatever food they have. And we manage those uh, miscellaneous donations. So we send them to the food pantry and people come and they say, oh, I know what it is. I'm going to take it, you know, because Latinos, yeah, we have certain things that we don't know. Even yesterday I was explaining like, oh, this is an Asian fruit. So I didn't know that it's delicious. You have to just cut it and then peel it and then eat it what is inside. So they were laughing at me because I was so surprised that I tried something new. So, yeah, whatever they can bring, toiletries, uh, uh, they need that. They ask us for dish soap, the detergent, toothpaste, toothbrushes, shampoo, conditioner, not, not just food. What about, like, oh, go ahead. Okay. So is there, um, I, 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 I hate to say this, but I have not been on the website other than do, doing a little bit of initial research when we decided to have you as our guest for the podcast, but... Uh, is there some place on the website uh, that has like a list of uh, specific things you're looking for so that we don't just bring something random to, and, and drop it off so we can be maybe a little bit more specific? Well, in our Facebook and our website, you're going to see our list and uh, it, you can see that list that we are asking. I think they told me they have like updated. But what I'm going to, what I told Chelly Castillo, I go a lot of to the 99 cent store. So we bought a lot, family success for Fabuloso. But you know what is Fabuloso? It's to mop. <laughs> it's uh, a Latino uh, things that we use, Fabuloso, softener, and I buy the Suavitel and bleach, uh, yeah, Chloralex. So yeah, I, they asked me a lot of this bleach, uh, Fabuloso, softener. Um, detergent, uh, dish soap, um, um, as I say, shampoo, conditioner. Yeah, but you can go to our website and to uh, our Facebook and you're going to see the list. And I have the list as well. Yeah, you have the list because Shelly, yeah. we send the list to Shelly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I have the list. How about like toys, like for a toy drive around the holidays or school supplies? You know, uh, I have a family, and they are from Liberty Park High School, that she has been bringing uh, Legos uh, to mm -hmm. me um, because I have some really young volunteers during the school's events. So she heard when one of my volunteers, my youngest volunteers, uh, a pair of brothers, they were saying like, oh, um, uh, Mrs. Stan, what? you don't ask for Legos. I think you need to ask for Legos. <laughs> okay, because they were seeing all that furniture and racks and he said, I think you need to ask for Legos. So I, I just wrote down in my face like, hey family, if someone of you have some Minecraft Legos uh, that uh, you don't need. And then, so we got a family who uh, went to the house of these boys and dropped off some Legos. And I have a person who came to the United Methodist Church of Tucson and Oxen brought like a black bag of Legos. 
And yesterday they were saying like, when are you having more Legos? You know? But um, I have a family who brought a lot of boxes, new boxes from Costco. And I think that um, two Tuesdays ago, I brought like 20, 25, the one that she gave me. Families loved it. They were taking the Legos and yeah, when we have that kind of stuff, they loved it. They take it. Even I have, for example, from the Friends of the Thousand Oaks Library and our retired teachers, some used books. So we classify them by grade, first, second, third, fourth. We got books for um, like elementary. And I was asking parents like, do you want some books for you kids? And they took them. We don't have any books anymore. I got contacted by another new organization that maybe they're going to give us more books so we can continue with that book drive as well. Well, thank you for answering those extra questions. I believe that's all that we have. Is that, does everyone ask the question that they want to ask? Yeah? Okay. <laughs> now, we really appreciate you taking the time to share a little bit more about yourself and tell us about the Adelante Comunidad. So many people are incredibly thankful for the amazing work you do, us included. Uh, thank you for continuing to raise the bar and help even when the foreseeable future is blurry. This is Darcy and Isabella signing off.